Talking Tech with the Techie Guy, Leon Seger, on CliffCentral.com. And welcome to another episode of Talking Tech. Talking Tech is sponsored by MTN Business. So what do we need more than anything in today's digital world is to protect our data. Well, MTN has the solution, something that can look after your bottom line, grow your top line, and safeguard your data. That's MTN Business Cloud. MTN Business Cloud has been created to build African businesses and is powered by the world's leading cloud solution from Microsoft. Big and small businesses can benefit from this true hybrid cloud solution, leveraging MTN's global network. For more information, email sales at mtnbusiness.co.za or visit mtnbusiness.co.za. That's sales at mtnbusiness.coza or visit the website mtnbusiness.co.za. Welcome to New World of Business. So, in the studio, we have got Tanya Kowalski today. Hello, Tanya. Hi, how are you doing? Long time. Long time. Two weeks. It was eternity. It, it, it felt It was the like longest two weeks of my life. The time was just yeah. not going. It was not and I broke out in hives not being here. I know. We, everybody it's, missed you. They're yeah. saying, is Tanya coming back? Yeah. And I had the shakes for no, no, two weeks. Okay. Well, it's a good well, thing that you're addicted to yeah. the show. <laughs> and thank you for having me back. The hives have gone. The hives have gone. That's good to know. Because Dr. Cindy was on earlier. We could have asked her about those. Yeah, months. no, I got my Free okay, advice, right. don't worry. She all said right. I need to come back here every week. Ah, hint, hint. <laughs> <laughs> got it, got it, got it. Um, all right, so Tanya's going to help me um, kind of make this tech look sexy and cool and interesting. And in studio, we've actually got a couple of other gentlemen from Nandi Software. These guys are the aspiring innovators presenting at the Gardener Symposium. Hello, gentlemen. Hello, hello. Right, hello. introduce yourselves, please. Hi, I'm Tiniko Valoi. I'm a co-founder and uh, head of business development in Nandi Software. Hi, I am Michael Nchipise. I am CEO and founder of Nandi Software. Okay, so tell us Nandi Software. What does it do? Um, Nandi Software is a business data analytics platform. Okay, it, which means what? <laughs> which means you you have data, um, data, data uh, sim- which is uh, what you've already had traditionally as information from customers, information about transactions, information about things that you do as a business. And we take that data, we analyze it to give you information that will help you make uh, decisions that will be more profitable, decisions that will save you uh, costs, decisions that will be uh, that will make your customers' lives better. Okay, so I mean, the, the big terminology that's out there is this whole big data and the problem with big data is that it's structured and unstructured. People don't know how to put things together and what does it actually mean. Does your software help us with that? Yes. Um, in, in, in terms of uh, just describing what that is, mm-hmm. structured means that uh, we, we, it's put in the form that we thought it was going to be used in right. and it's in that form. Unstructured means that it just comes and you don't really know what it's going to look like. So our platform was built in a way that you can take structured and use it in the way that you intended or new ways. And you can take unstructured and transform, transform that into something structured that you can use. And you, with our platform, you can uh, discover structure from that data, even if it's unstructured. So is this data that I collect on in my business myself, or is this data that's kind of floating out there on the you know the internet, social media, etc.? Uh, we build the platform in such a way that you can uh, connect to your existing databases, mm-hmm. and you can connect to uh, new platforms like uh, Facebook, uh, Twitter, the social uh, media. There are ways to uh, grab data from those uh, uh, platforms 
and then use it within your organization to uh, see trends and things that will help you. Okay, so give me like an example of something that I would u- look for to make useful for my business. What would I, something that will trigger an alert that I need to be aware of? Um, one of the things that uh, indicate that people are aware of your um, products or things that you, you offer is that people are talking about it. Either on Twitter or on Facebook. Um, now they can talk about it in two different ways. It could be negatively or positively. If they're talking about it in a negative way, it means as a business you need to change some things. If they're talking about it in a positive way, you need to capitalize on that, uh, good mm-hmm. success. So we have a platform that allows you to, um, connect to those data sources and see what's going on. And like, who, give me an example of like a typical customer. Who would that be? Is that the every man in the street? Is that a like only big, huge corporates? Um, our, our, as a as a rule of thumb, is the big uh, corporates that have a lot of data and that have a lot of um, customers that um, will develop trends out of. So you have your telcos, your uh, banks, your. Um, Insurance companies and uh, um, similar corporations. Uh, yeah. However, mm. um, even smaller companies are beginning to have a, a lot of data that they need to analyze sure. to capitalize on the market. Okay, I think that's kind of where the, w- the world is changing is that your small guys, so to speak, yeah. they st- need as much access to data, if not more, than the big guys, you know, they can't hide behind a customer services number. They they are customer service, so they need to be aware of everything that's going on. So, have you got options for these guys as well? Yes, uh, we have two options. The first one is you take our product, deploy it within your environment, mm-hmm. and you run it as you run any of the other um, softwares that you have. The other option is you don't run it in your premises. We run it for you, and you pay a subscription monthly, which is uh, usually more suited to uh, smaller corporations. Yeah. All right, so tell us, um, guys, tell us about kind of the Gartner Symposium and what does it mean for you guys to be presenting there? And what is it? <laughs> I'd yeah. like to know. Let's yeah. start with the basics. So basically, I think Gartner, for a lot of people outside the IT industry, um, it, it is one of the largest um, ICT research firms in the world. Um, it's almost, um, it's basically a barometer that many IT managers and CIOs look at to determine which are the companies that provide leading IT solutions and platforms as well as products. Um, the Gartner Symposium happens on the 28th to the 30th of September in Cape Town at the International Convention Center. It's a very well-attended conference, um, attracting, I think, over a 1,000 delegates. Mm-hmm. These are typically your... You know, CEOs of large corporations, um, chief information officers, pretty much guys that make decisions on which software solutions to buy. Um, for us as Nandi, I think that really gives us a, a, a great opportunity to showcase what we've built, um, to actually uh, also network with some of the leading um, IT consumers or uh, IT organizations in South Africa. Um, and the Gartner Conference is, is a global conference. Mm. Uh, it is linked to um, a conference that happens annually in the U.S., uh, the next one coming up in Orlando. 
um, which is attended by you know tens of thousands mm-hmm. of delegates. So we're really looking forward to that conference. So, so you presenting um, is just to, to you be given opportunity to present to this audience. Absolutely, um, sure. we're basically presenting the, the, the typical you know delegate at the conference is uh, you know a chief officer mm-hmm. in charge of IT or or a CEO, uh, and typically this targets um, large and medium-sized corporations in South Africa. So talk about having all your clients in one in one room, right? Absolutely, <laughs> it is ideal. It, yeah, it is an ideal opportunity for 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 a startup like us. I mean, it really does give us mm. a, a leg up. It, it, it's it's a fantastic opportunity. In addition to that, I think the the you know as a startup, we are also looking for opportunity to network sure. with venture capitalists. You know, who could potentially invest in a business like this? Mm-hmm. Um, look, big data is is is, is a fast growing space. Um, we think we are able to bring in an African perspective into that space. Um, there are solutions that we are building that are tailored to solve problems in emerging markets like Africa, uh, and we think there could be an appetite from investors, sure. you know, outside. No, that's great. I think one one thing about Gartner, I think this is the first year that they're actually bringing, um, you know, the African solutions to the symposium, which is great because it's nice to, you know, we all know about your big corporates, your big brand names that cost an absolute fortune. But um, it's nice that they're bringing South African and African kind of solutions and guys like yourselves to present. They need to be able to see there's another side to this whole equation. It's not just typically you've got to stick with the big brand names. Guys locally are building amazing solutions and take care of our local needs. And the whole innovation it happens from Africa for Africa, which is awesome. Absolutely, um, I think many a times we we tend to think of innovation as something that comes mm. out of Africa, but we're beginning to see a trend. There's a change now. We're seeing a lot of new, new um, innovative startups coming out of Africa, and Gartner really has done well to provide an, a platform to showcase this to the rest of the world. Okay, awesome, um, guys. If anyone needs to get a hold of you, or get more information. How do they do that? They the can, website? Yes. Uh, we have a website which is uh, com, and um, they can send email at, uh, emails to info at nandi.com and uh, o- also they can ring me uh, at, you want me to give yeah, me a Yeah, sure. Okay, at uh, 082-509-3568. Fantastic. So guys, check it out. Um, African Solution, talk about big data and making it simple. And that's what this thing is all about. Ooh, what does this button do? Please, please, do not push the button. You have no idea what it is. What the? Talking Tech with the techie guy, Leon Sekir on cliffcentral.com. And we are back. So that was the guys from Gartner. They've been presenting at Gartner Symposium. I dig the fact that Africans are making their own solutions. And that sound of the beat actually means that, Tanya, you have to share us an amazing story that happened to you this morning. Yeah, so <laughs> my Monday was potentially blue. My car wouldn't start. And it was like one of those rare Mondays where I'm actually like leaving around 7 o'clock for work, trying to get ahead because, you know, I'm diligent and phenomenal that way. That's the buses, and yeah. my car wouldn't start. So normally I would have like maybe cried, panicked, called in sick or, you know, sick with worry. Um, but I just called Uber. Okay. So I was in Uber 10 minutes later. I called Audi Assist who promptly helped me sending a repairman later, um, or repair woman. I'm not sure. And then I get in the Uber and for 45 minutes in traffic, I get ahead of all my stuff. 
I ordered pick and pay groceries. I ordered pet food. I bought an early birthday present for my son, published two blog posts, tweeted, Facebooked. It, it was a phenomenal tech experience. moment, yeah. tech experience from getting the Uber to Audi having all my details on hand, knowing what I needed, uh, where I was, um, to getting stuff done in 45 minutes very isn't productively. That, isn't that, that amazing time we just kill in that car, bitching and moaning about those stupid taxis overtaking us yet yeah, again. Yeah. And this could be so like, productive. Totally. All uh, with my laptop phone and what a win, right? What a win, uh, yeah. I've I'm in such seen, a good mood. I've seen an account, one of the lawyers who actually uses the time to bill his customers because <laughs> they sit in a car, do some legal work, and for that hour, they get to bill. And it's, it's, it says, why yeah, must no, I drive? Yeah. You know, it's like, it's really proper productive time. And I believe Uber's doing a thing with always on that you'll get internet as well whilst you're taking an yeah, Uber. Eh? Yeah. Do we know which cars or which, uh, I'm assuming which it's areas? Uber Black. Yeah. Because they're racist like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying, I mean, I'm sure it's one of those but things. But you would need to have an always on account. They'll probably, you'll probably get like your 30 minute minutes free, free or whatever, okay. whatever it is. Interestingly, cool, I spoke to my driver this morning who told me that he had just done a school lift. Yeah. Um, and he's taking young kids, kids who don't have cell phones and who might not be able to order sure. their own Ubers. And apparently it's safe. Moms love it. The kids love it. As long as you have an end destination and you send your kids to well, a I mean, school. It, it makes sense because everyone was complaining again about, you know, people like to complain. So everyone was complaining that, oh, you get tracked. And I'm going, yes, that's a Thank good goodness. thing. So if you're stuck in a meeting and you can't get your kid to be fetched from school, there's nothing better than you sending the Uber, watching the, um, the car get all the way to school and then all the way back home. And then you know that the kids Correct, are safe. Correct, absolutely. I rather, much rather than they get into some anonymous car with the word taxi written in cokey. Uh, yeah. And then you go, they're going to take me home. Uh, uh, I yeah, think but, but not. sometimes you are stuck or you can't get no, your kids in time. Sure. Um, you know, I would, def- I would definitely use it. It makes sense. Yeah. Well, I think you know, Uber always gets a bad rap. Um, and I think government has got a lot to do with us trying to shut these guys down. Um, but at the end of the day, it's got to be safer. There are a lot of other options. Yeah. Um, and I think that's kind of, that's the key. You know, the driver, you've got tracking, you've got the number plate, you've got all of that sort of stuff. And you've got good support on the other end. So if you, uh, you, know, say, you, you, you tweet right. them, you sure. email them, and they will they always respond and look this. into whatever queries or issues you have. You. All right. So yeah. um, speaking of cool apps and cool technology, yeah. we have in studio the one and only. Ready? Ready? Oh, okay. You're mm. Okay. Just checking. Mm. Uh, okay. Let's do, okay. <clears throat> sorry. Let's do this again. Okay. We have the one and only one drop Roy in studio. Woo. Thank you very much. That was my Floyd Mayweather moment. That was like, yeah. yeah. I was ready to rumble at that moment. Uh, uh, jump in there. I don't know what I was going to do, but I was ready to jump he in. He was ready to come in. <laughs> All right. So that's to put you in perspective for the three people who haven't heard of one drop yet in South Africa. Granny. Okay. So, yeah. Hi. Who can't do So, um, yeah. Roy, tell us what is one drop? OneDrop is a really, really cool application which allows you to send physical packages from point A to B. Um, so in other words, we connect customers to drivers and a driver arrives at your location, he picks up a package and delivers it for you. As simple as that. Very simple. And all done through an app or through a web application? Uh, we website. have an Android application, yeah. an iPhone application, and we have a website. So f- yeah, we try to reach you in as many places as possible. Okay, so, so I mean, just take take us through the process. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm stuck at work. I've mm-hmm. left my, I don't know, golf clubs or I need to get a document delivered yeah. to a client. And the mission of actually trying to make it all the way home is just too much time, too, yeah. too consuming. Is that the purpose? Yeah, so I think that's one of the many um, purposes that, we, that people use it for. Okay. So you left your sunglasses at a braai. Uh, it's Black Friday, you left your jersey at home, and you're the only one wearing orange. 
<laughs> here comes one drop to the rescue. Right. Um, yeah. And then slippers day. Exactly. Like, yeah. Okay. Um, but then on top of that too, we do offer business, uh, orientated services. So that allows for you to send multiple packages at once. Um, uh-huh. and then we have a number of plugins and we have an open, open agnostic API, which allows, uh, e-commerce websites to plug into our website. So if you are an e-commerce website and you don't want to deal with the hassles of logistics, you just plug into our website and we treat it like any other delivery. And as soon as the delivery is fulfilled on your end, uh, driver arrives at your location and picks up and delivers. As simple as that. Simple as that. All right, guys, if you want to get in on this action, because I know I've had a lot of questions sent to me via Twitter um, when we said you were coming in to reveal your top secrets of becoming mm. amazingly successful and taking mm. over the world. And having a beard. Don't forget that. Oh, no, absolutely. The beard is kind of yeah. critical. Um, get a hold of us um, on, <laughs> if you're still on WeChat, it's Cliff Central um, is the ID. On Twitter, is at cliffcentral.com. Um, Tanya, you're gonna wanna, this is your favorite part. You have to give up your Twitter account. Okay, you ready? I, I can't remember. No, I'm, I lie. <laughs> I'm busy tweeting as yeah. we speak. It's Tanya Kavarsky, T-A-N-Y-A-K-O-V-A-R-S-K-Y. All right, so if you want any questions, if you want to know if you're in the apps development game and you want to know how to do it and how to take over the world and what are the secrets, this is now your time to shine. So, um, right back to you. Tell us, how did it all start? So, um, <laughs> my business partner and I, um, about a year ago, I uh, know, actually, it was, it was like, yeah, it was a while back, actually. Time flies. We wanted to start a business. Um, uh, I'd been in the technology space for quite a while, um, and he was working at a really cool media company. And we both decided that we wanted to start a business. We weren't 100% sure on what the business was going to do or even what it was even going to be called. Ah, so you were but, quite clear. Yeah, okay. we're very clear. <laughs> it was just going to be a business. You okay, know? right. So, you know, as I said, like, there were not a lot of options. Um, unfortunately, I'm a real softie, so drug dealing was out of the question. So, <laughs> the next best option was selling diapers online. I'm going to leaps of logic 101. <laughs> so, 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 okay, that's just to recap. Yeah. Um, Diapers online. Yes. Uh, FMCGs. Branded, branded or branded no and unbranded, adults diapers, children's diapers, you name it. Which I think is uh, a brilliant, say, brilliant service. Uh, mm. Absolutely. Because yeah. you can't have enough. Absolutely. You always need them. <laughs> you always need them. <laughs> you see what I did there? <laughs> Sorry. You always need them. Sometimes you run out. Depending on what. When you got, yeah. if you if you got kids at that age, running out is just not always an option. Yes. And, and when you do run out, if you could push a button. So what happened to that idea? So it went really well, and we were selling a lot of diapers. We used to have gigantic pallets of diapers, and we'd move them week in and week out. But then we came to learn from our awesome customer base that delivery wasn't really good, and we weren't aware of that because we just thought, hey, there's the yeah. logistics guy. He picks the stuff up. It's going to get delivered. What, what's know? the problem? Yeah. Right. And, and, and who were you using? What delivery? Were you the delivery service as well? No, you no, were no, just no, the no, nappy no, no. guys. We were just the nappy guys. Okay. So we had a range of different careers for different services. Okay. And uh, we had guys who were really cheap and really fast and not good. And we had guys who were really expensive and really good, but once again, really expensive and really good. And then, like, there was a lot of guys in the middle, and we were like, sorry, it's not really good enough yeah, in sure. either this direction. So then we figured that we were losing more customers than we were getting from our delivery. So we said, okay, cool, we'll just dedicate two days a week where we'll do the majority of the deliveries themselves. Um, that went well until we had too many deliveries, and then we said, okay, fine, let's get someone to help us. And then... We got some young people, um, people, because they're mm-hmm. our people, uh, <laughs> just to be sure, from the University of Cape Town to help us. And there were students, and it was fantastic. And we realized, wait, we've got a really cool, you know, big network of drivers here who work for us and deliver goods on our behalf. 
wouldn't it make more sense to offer the service to more people than just people right. who wanted diapers? And then we did some brainstorming, got really creative. <laughs> I Not eat really. first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Great wild ideas, which, you know. And then we figured, well, it would be much better if we can make the service available to everyone. And we decided to create Wum Drop, which was uh, an homage of sorts to Wum Wum, which is the first business which sold the diapers online. <laughs> Okay, so mm. that answers Sam's question. Why? Did you like that homage? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I love the name Wum Wum. Like, uh, like, it's, just, it's just such a cute fun, name. Hey? Yeah. It's like you see a little child and you go, Wum Wum. I know, like, yeah. Because yeah. oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, I was taken. <laughs> <laughs> just say. Okay. Yeah, art.org. Oh, yeah. They got it. <laughs> um, so Sam wants to know um, how come the name Wum Drop? So Wum Wum was. Uh, the reason why we chose the name one one was um, it was a derivation of the term umdwanawami, which is Zulu for my child. And uh-huh. then when we evolved into being exclusively just logistics based, we decided to keep the one and add the drop because we're dropping things off for you. And that's okay. why it became one drop. All right, so that's quite a that's quite. A, so what happened to your pallets of diapers? Or they just not doing it anymore. You know, it's the craziest thing about diapers. Like, this is something a lot of people don't realize, right? You can buy diapers today, right? And yeah. just put them in like a warehouse somewhere in the middle of nowhere. And 15 years later, they'll still be there and they'll still be usable. It's like the most amazing thing in the world. Like, it, it has no shelf life, effectively. And they're always going to be in need. And, yeah, I mean, it's, it's mind-blowing. I, I, okay. I'm really fascinated by products which have zero... That was evolving. So, you know, a diaper is a diaper, but then sometimes they'll introduce new characters or some kind of leak proof. <laughs> oh, yeah, but you should remember the one like poo pocket. There was one that had some tech in there that could tweet you. Yeah, when, when your, your baby's wet. Do you remember that? Yeah, I remember. And we went, are you serious? Because you don't know, you know, like they're so, crying or feeling yeah. unhappy. You never know. Because it's leaking down their leg. Screaming at the top of your their lungs is not an indication. I did not receive my tweet yet. Therefore, you surely don't need a change. Okay. So, well, so yeah, why, what was the gap? So you say one one didn't work ideally because your the courier service. What was the problem there? Was it bad timing? Was it were they coming when mom's kids were sleeping and disturbing them? Were they coming late? Mm. What? Why is your service? What gap does it fill? Mm. Hmm. So no, I'm trying to give you a very <laughs> straightforward answer because I have this habit of just ranting on and on for hours. Um, yeah, my Rottweiler loves it. Um, <laughs> the gap. I think we, we looked at the, well, I suppose we looked at the evolution of needs and demands within the retail space, especially online. And we looked at how in which people interact. Well, okay, so like our habits and our communication and interactions don't really change. They just evolve into different uh, formats and frameworks. Mm. So we were like, well, it makes a lot of sense for a lot of uh, things to become application-based because when it comes down to it, that's where we spend the majority of our time and energy. So we decided, well, if we looked at the gap, well, the gap that we saw was that the instant gratification economy and the on-demand economy were just mm. growing you know, insatiably yeah. due to you know, people making more money, meaning that they have less time to do things that they so effectively what you're, do, you're doing when you're using our services, you are paying for someone to give you extra time. So what we really saw as a gap in the market to answer this succinctly, mm. because that's what I'm really good at. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> it's the ability to create more transparent, effective and speedier uh, logistics uh, within cities. Okay. 
But, I mean, it does make sense. Because at the end of the day, time is money. Uh, yeah, as, literally. As, as, and in this case, it's literal. I yeah. mean, to with the traffic that we have to deal with, I mean, you managed to do an hour's worth of work. In a car. In yeah, a in car. a car from yeah. over about 10 kilometers. Uh, but, I mean, that's crazy. The fact is that, uh, and, and we're quite good. I mean, these places are, like overseas where your traffic is two, three hours. And mm. this rush hour thing, people wake up even earlier to try to beat the even earlier rush hour traffic. Mm. And everybody does the same. So, for you to kind of deliver something on my behalf, mm-hmm. which means I don't have to, mm-hmm. I'm quite happy to pay for that kind of a service. Yeah. H- how do you guys bill for your, for your collections and deliveries? So, we currently charge 12 rand kilometer. There's no time-based fees whatsoever. And we go up to, I think, about 75 kilometers. Okay. That's the maximum. Just because outside of that, you're outside of Johannesburg. And we don't deliver outside of Cape Town and Johannesburg, only within the cities. And cities you operating in Cape Town? Joburg. Uh, we're moving to Durban soon. How's it, Joe Cools? I'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they've probably got a post of your face on the, by the bar. Yeah, listen, <laughs> those Michael House trips in high school were fantastic. And I'm looking so keen to, to go back. back. Yeah. Can't wait. And, and Pretoria? Oh, yeah, so yeah, we, yeah, we just say Pretoria and Joburg are one thing. Okay. Because yeah. they love that. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Um, yeah, especially depending on mid, teams you support. Yeah, yeah they love that. Yeah. Um, and there's no warehouse. There's no like no, storage facilities. No, it's basically no point to point. It's all point to point. Okay. And I mean, we so good to mention that you won the MTN Best App of the Year. Thank you. Um, Thank you. And the Best Business App as well. Thank you awards. again. Thank you. And when we were judging, we, as you know, we we tested it out, mm-hmm. and I got a muffin and a coke delivered to my son. Mm-hmm. Sorry, it wasn't coke; it was a juice. Mm-hmm. For those judgment, it wasn't sugar. I promise. Um, and what I loved about it is a the correspondence. It was just a quirky, you know, your your guys' communication is very quirky and cool and mm. fun. Mm. Um, and you know, you, you fetch the muffin, you fetch the drink and, you know, less than 45 minutes later, you were at his house dropping it off. And mm. the email that was sent to me, you, you took a picture of the person receiving the package. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I think that's cool. That's, mm. it's so cool. Like, and I think, and it's good to mention we weren't anywhere close to Job. I mean, I don't even know. Yeah, because Lone Hill, was, Lone Hill to mm. northern suburbs to... Mm. Who goes yeah. there, you know? Mm. Um, <laughs> so we, we were held up in this bunker for all intents and purposes, judging, these, judging yeah. these apps. And from there, on a Saturday, because it was off-peak as well, and mm. still the guys managed, they, come, they arrived, big smile on their face, mm. picked everything up. It was really, really cool. And along the route, we were getting updates, notifications, SMS, mm. yeah. To say now, to say this is what's going on. What was worth mentioning as well is that they had no idea we were testing the service. It wasn't mm. like this is a test, and therefore mm. you guys went above and beyond. Mm. This was, for, as far as they're concerned, yet another pickup. Mm. And that another was part, delivery. That was that was yeah exactly another all delivery. All about service me. delivery. All about it. Yeah. So I mean, once once I do that, so mm. I register um, on on your site. I've mm. obviously opened some sort of an account and account with you. Now, could I use it as an individual, and can I use this as a business? Are they two mm-hmm. different um, different offerings? Yeah, I suppose the interactions are exactly the same. It's just the types of account that you load. So um, what it would be then is that uh, as an individual, you just have the application and use it. Mm-hmm. As a business, you'd have an account with us, and then that would be um, your pricing would be uh, determined by your volume usage right. on a monthly basis. Okay, so I mean, that, that, and that was the one thing that we that we struggled with as well was mm-hmm. – it fits two categories so nicely. Mm. It's a business-to-business play, mm-hmm. um, and it fits very nicely mm. to business-to-consumer, mm. where I can just pick up my documents from, from, from home that I left for my meeting, mm-hmm. but at the same time, if I'm an e-commerce site, I can get all my items delivered. Fantastic. So it kind of ticks both boxes. And I think not many companies 
can do tick that. both boxes yeah. without major changes. Yeah, and and I think that's that, that's quite key. So after the break, we'll be coming back to talk to Roy with some more questions, and we can get more down to the business of getting the app going, the mm. finances, how much mega bucks these guys had to invest to get this thing cooking. Uh, so join us after this. I am the future of South Africa. On my shoulders, I carry the hopes and dreams of generations to come. I'm eager to learn, but even more eager to use my knowledge for good. I know that it's not where I come from, but where I'm going to that really matters. At Sibanya Gold, we believe our youth is worth its weight in gold, which is why we are so committed to developing, nurturing, and grooming our young people into future leaders. Sibanya Gold, we are one. Download the Cliff Central app. Available now on the Apple App Store and Google Play Store. Talking Tech with the Techie Guy, Leon Segev on CliffCentral.com. Okay, and we are back on Talking Tech, sponsored by MTN Business. And today we are talking about an amazing app called Wamdrop, who has won the MTN App of the Year Award that both Tanya and I happen to be judges on. So there's no bias. No, it's just because it was just a cool app. Um, but it won across the board. We had nothing to do with it. Well, we had something to do with it. Yeah, but we were two of like two several. Of men. Yeah. And what people don't realize when you score these apps, it's not on a... I like, I don't like. There's mm. lots of subcategories and these points and weighting and mm. blah, blah, blah. So even if we loved it, we still couldn't influence any of the, any of the decisions. But um, enough with us about us. I suppose it's all about us. Yeah, no, of course. We really, really mm. Yeah, how awesome were we as uh, judges? We were amazing. <laughs> My favorite such, yeah. judges by far. Mm. Uh, she, she is all the All right, all right. <laughs> All right, that was Until Roy. I meet the other part. We, 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 we might as well go back to you. Um, right, so a couple of other questions. We're talking about the OneDrop app, which is a, an ability to um, you know, pick up a parcel, a document, anything mm-hmm. you want, drop it off at a location. Um, what kind of, I mean, big, small, medium, what kind of parcels, deliveries do you guys make? So we go all the way from like something I can fit into a small motorbike bucket all the way up to a 15, 20 kilogram couch or 30 kilogram couch even. Okay. Yeah, I'm not really sure about the weights, but couches. Yeah, but a, but a couch. couch has been done. Mm, yes, yes. Yeah. Okay, couches, TVs, obviously parcels or documents. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, could just say my son left his school togs at home and mm-hmm. I, I worked for, for example. a day. For example, I couldn't. Could you go to my house, fetch the school uniform or his gym uniform and drop it off at his school? If there was someone there, we'd be more than capable. If okay. there wasn't, uh, unfortunately, we couldn't because we don't break into houses okay. anymore. Really? Yeah. Uh, that's a pity. <laughs> they frown on those things, apparently. Yeah, hey, you know, you can't please them all, yeah. And then, okay. So like, do you yeah. take any live stuff? People, pets, if my dog needed his cannot. stitches out? Okay, so. No, no. So anything alive, we stay away But it from. fits in the back of the motorbike. He won't bark. You know, I'd love to. I'd love to. There are a lot of goods, you know, that I've got my eyes on. And it's almost marriage time. So okay. those cows need to come here. Mm-hmm. Get okay, so so what's a no-no? Um, live stuff? Oh, and, and on weapons? top of which, what is the weirdest stuff that you guys have Okay, collected? yeah, let's go with the so no-nos. No-nos and weird. Okay, it's like, so weird? I don't know. I, I think I might be strange myself because a lot of people are like, that was strange. And I'm like, oh, I thought that was pretty normal. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> my favorite my favorite delivery by far was Valentine's Day. When I got a call from a very like upset driver, and I was like, "What's what's what's going on?" And he delivered this absurdly huge bouquet of flowers, just like tons and tons. And 
the lady received the flowers and she literally just she was like so grateful like thank you it's so sweet and then as he walked out she just took them and just poured them all into the bin and started you know using a number of words that we can't use on radio to describe the individual who sent the flowers so i thought okay. that was pretty cool um and then wow. can you I'd love to delve deep into that story. Mm. Ooh, there was some heartbreak. Ooh, there was some drama in that one. <laughs> Would you marry me? Yeah. <laughs> Any questions? I once saw an individual propose to an, uh, someone with a tequila shot. They put the wedding ring in the tequila shot. Oh, no, no. Uh, Did, uh, yeah. Yeah, was it anymore. swallowed? No. <sighs> I think that's the least of her concerns. <laughs> the fact that she's hanging around with men who are willing to propose her with tequila is a bigger, <laughs> that's a bigger worry issue, and concern, yeah. Mm. Okay, so that means that... So, Okay, so flowers, that doesn't seem so, so, so weird. What, what, what else have you got on your, on your cards? So, like, then you get, like, really strange requests, like nuts or bolts or, like, um. Nuts and oh, bolts. For building, for buildings. No, nuts. like, for, like, vehicles. Like, a 30,000 rand, like, little bolts for, like, BMW. You're like, oh, what wow. is that? Like, those are kind of bizarre. And then every once in a while, you'll just get, like, blankets, which is kind of strange, but not, like, nice blankets, like, like, dog blankets almost. Like, like, wow. like okay. 10, 20 to 30 kgs of dog blankets, which, okay. which dogs have slept on themselves. And does, does, like weapons, have you ever had a case where someone has wanted a yes. gun yes. or drugs? Not what guns, um, a very expensive and large bow and arrow, like, you know, the pro ones? Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, we were just like, we can't, no. Who yeah, are you? Not. Why? Yeah, I mean, why? Why? Well, like, like evidence. No, but that's yeah. a hobby. Archery is a hobby. You don't I hear know you. That this so shooting through a gla- through a bathroom door. <laughs> but I mean, that didn't end well. Okay, okay. But it was one of those ones like the guy from um, The Walking Dead has. Okay. Uh, like, this isn't like yeah. I was like ah. Oh, no, we can't I do don't that. I'm so. sorry. No. I've right, got yeah. a question from Sally on WeChat. She mm-hmm. says, "How do I know that someone won't go through my package?" <laughs> Do you, hmm. And then, do you transport seeds? Seeds. Okay. <laughs> now, plants. I was going to say, is it inverted commas, kind of like herbal? Uh, yeah. So, terms of condition, like all yeah. companies' terms of condition, are very long. But within there, I promise you, it's it clearly stipulates you do not transport live people, or live animals, weapons, packages over the value of 25,000 Rand. And we do not transport anything that the government of the Great Republic of South Africa deems to be illegal. Yeah. Unless you paid your TV license, in which case you're off the hook. That's fine. There are a lot and of criminals in this country because of that. Hey, yo. Okay. Like my heart skips a beat whenever I see that TV license letter. Uh, you know? <laughs> All right. But she said, but I mean, on the serious part, is yeah. that, um, she basically saying from a safety point of view, I, I've got some confidential information. Mm. How do I know that the driver won't go through that? So we vet our drivers very aggressively. Um, we ensure that the individuals that we do entrust with your packages, we entrust with our packages effectively. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of confidentiality, we always ask packages to be sealed. So a driver takes note of the package and takes a photo of it upon receival and upon um, delivery, so that you, so that when you there's a, there's sure. a clarity or there's no discrepancy between what the package looks like before and after. Um, and then lastly, yeah, I mean. Uh, most of our guys aren't really concerned about the contents. They're concerned about getting it as quickly as possible. And so pick, yeah. getting the next pickup. Uh, yeah, get exactly. Out. And on top of that, we insure all our packages up to 2,500 rand. So if anything did go wrong, mm. um, we could replace it up to the value of 2,500 rand. Okay, so it's a concern because of the way you vet your guys. Mm. It's it's not shouldn't be. And I suppose it's the same question with any career company. Yeah, right? I mean that's not a not a thing. Yeah, I mean in terms of confidential information, I mean live documents are much safer than sending anything online. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 So but the, the, also the differentiator between your service and a courier company is that it doesn't go to this big warehouse where lost. it sits on yeah. 
top or underneath uh-huh. 20 other point. packages uh-huh. might get broken, damaged. I've mm-hmm. often had packages that come to me broken because somewhere along the way, probably in the warehouse, it got crushed. Well, yeah, it's unlikely to happen with you guys if it's going from point to point in a city, you know, in the in same city. city. It's a great point. But I mean, yeah. that, that's, uh, it's 100% because mm. you, you've got no visibility of what's going on. Which mm-hmm. With you guys, you do have some visibility yeah. end to end, which is, yeah. which, which is superb. Um, I think let's just get, I mean, because we're running out of time quite quickly, just back, how did you get started from a funding point of view? Did you self-raise your funds? Mm-hmm. Did you ask family and friends mm-hmm. win the lottery? Yeah. All of the above. Okay. So I used to have a lot of hair. Um, <laughs> we sold a lot of that. <laughs> <laughs> it came free with a nappy. <laughs> um, no, in all sincerity, uh, when we started the business, we raided our savings accounts. Goodbye savings accounts. They're gone. Long time ago. <laughs> And um, we use that money to, you know, get the the first iterations of the application up and running. Once we had a bit of a beautiful concept, we hit the road, did some mm-hmm. fundraising, approached a bunch of angels. Angels, for those who are not aware, are those things that come from the sky. Uh, <laughs> no, um, angel investors, um, and they were impressed with the idea, impressed with us as a team, and they said, "Okay, cool, we'll give you a bit of money to get started." And then once we got started and actually launched the application, we started making money. And then we approached um, some more angels and they were like, oh, wow, this is a cool idea. And it actually, you know, serves a purpose and makes money. So they gave us some money. And yeah, it's been a lot of fun since then. Okay. So I think a lot of of the questions that have come through Mm. is, and I can summarize it in a question. What advice can you share about building a business and the app? For someone who's looking to start out in South Africa and getting funding, maybe. yeah, sure. Also, mm. the whole the whole process. So you had the idea, you thought it was cool, you, mm. or rad, as some people might say, and then you might um, want to get this off the ground. Mm. What do you do from that point? Because you know, the one thing I always kind of tell tell people who mm. approach me with the subject is, an app is a business. Mm. Okay, make no mistake. So and it's no not a, you, it's a proper business that you got to mm. think of everything from marketing to staff to salaries to rental. Mm. It is a business. So what advice could you share from, from your experience? Someone listening and really keen to take, take this to the next level. Okay. Okay. It's a bit long-winded, but no, no, up, please. We'll start. Okay. Because um, the answer is just don't do it. <laughs> Any other question? <laughs> no, but I mean, all sincerity, if you are thinking about starting a business, don't. I'm just going to tell you right now, don't. If you are thinking about it, flirting with it, don't. Just don't. If you're going to start a business, you're going to start it. No matter what I say to you, it's not going to make a difference. You're going to start it, and you need that. If you don't have that, just don't do it because it's way too hard. Mm. It's way too complicated. It's way too draining for you to kind of do it on a whim. It's not fun. Um, mm. Oh, actually, it's fun. I'm lying. It's, it's a lot of fun, actually. But it's not the kind of fun that, you know, the social network movie makes it <laughs> out to be. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, there's, there's not like, a coffee shop. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah. there's none of this, like, cool, like, hacking culture. Like, yeah, hacking culture is cool. But 99% of it is like, you know, grossly overweight, 19-year-old with a lot of hair. Living in the basement. Yeah. And like just eating bagels and like, ah, yeah. It's not fun. But what I will say is um, if you can't tell me you're going to be in the next 25 years, don't don't even start your business, period. Because you're not thinking properly. You're not thinking big enough. You're not thinking, you know, you're not, you've got an idea. You've got to, you've got to really come to terms with what you're doing. You mentioned earlier, time is money. If you're going to waste your time on something that you cannot tell me in the greater scheme of things where you envision this is going to be, envision being the primary key operative word in that sentence, mm-hmm. don't do it because you're wasting your time because then you're going to start a business which will be okay and will do all right. And then like, I'll be like, mm, you know, but then at the end of the day, you just wasted your time on something that you'd never really thought through. So, I mean, when I speak to young people, I always just 
doesn't matter what you're starting or what you're doing. I always just ask the same question. 10 years, what's going on? Tell me right now. If you cannot give me a very clear vision and picture of that, you're in trouble, buddy. You're in big trouble. And the reason I say that repeatedly is because once it starts, it doesn't stop. And in those moments, you need to have like, you know, a vision at the, ha- at the home. If you don't, you're going to get really confused. You're going to make a number of decisions you really shouldn't. You're going to make a lot of emotional decisions, which is a bad idea. And yeah, you know, it'll be like a cool thing to have done. Whereas if you don't have strong enough vision, it's not, your, not your thing. No. Uh, and I think that's, that's important because a lot of people have this thing of, oh, I'm told SMMEs run this world as entrepreneurs and we have to start a business. Mm. But no, not everyone is cut out for that kind of lifestyle. Mm-mm. And running your own business is a lonely world. You row your mm. own boat. It's quite, it's quite rough. Mm-hmm. Um, and so unless you're absolutely committed to doing it, mm. maybe it's not for everybody. Maybe yeah. it's, not, it's not for you. And that's okay as well. That's more than fine. Yeah. Okay. It's not that we, we, we definitely do need a lot more entrepreneurs in this country. But, I mean, there's still a hell of a lot of people doing some amazing yeah. work on a day-to-day basis. But we're not entrepreneurs, but we also need people who can pay bills. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> so, that's you know, we, we always say, yeah. like, check my amazing stats on my site, but my banker still wants cash. <laughs> okay, funny that. You know? Here you go, dishonoring. It's there, happening. There, yeah. there we go. All right, yeah. cool stuff. So, guys, if, if you haven't downloaded the OneDrop app, um, please do so. I'm available please. on iOS and mm. available on Android. Yep. Um, otherwise, um, or if people want to kind of find out more information, how can I get hold of you or your team mm. what's the easiest way twitter i think twitter is the best thing the, the twitter is is very popular right, right here um, do you want to give us the twitter account at one drop <laughs> okay at one drop so hey. can you spell that because some people might think it's oh, okay. i don't know so, w so many variations for the strongest x woman u for umbrella m for monkey d for dinosaur r for robot o for olive and p for pencil I believe these are not the official (laughs) Alpha Bravo Charlie, but we'll go with it. Take that, military. (laughs) (laughs) All right, cool stuff. Uh, Roy, thanks for popping in. Thanks for sharing your Man, um, it was great meeting you guys. It was awesome. I love what you have done with the furniture. It's great. (laughs) We had lots to do with this. Headphones are amazing as well. I might just come back just for the headphones. Just just come and chill. Okay, that's fine. (laughs) All right, guys. And that was Roy. Um, Please, you've got to download the app. Um, And yeah, it's one of those things that... You don't know you need it until you use it. Mm-hmm. Um, I've done it myself. And mm-hmm. then I thought, oh, hold on a second. Why am I wasting time, money, effort, getting mm-hmm. into my car, paying car guards, paying uh, petrol bills? Uh, just push a button and just make this thing work. Yeah. So that is fantastic. So before we wrap up, the one thing I want to share a story with over the weekend is a story that happened. Um, and it's got to do with the iCare product. I don't know if, you are, if you're familiar. Roy, familiar with iCare? Yeah. Okay, that's the whole app, um, stuff from the iStore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the reason you buy a product from the iStore versus buying it from another service provider is mm-hmm. because you can get this thing called the iCare. Mm-hmm. And it gives you a two-year of expert service, telephone, technical support. Mm-hmm. And what happened over the weekend, someone actually had a serious issue with their iPad, um, and they really got stuck and needed to do some work. And they were like very chilled about it. Um, on Friday afternoon, made a phone call had someone on the phone and would just manage to get themselves sorted. So, uh, you know, I've never actually looked into the whole eye care thing until I heard about this and researched it. Um, so you get two years of extra warranty on your phone. Um, you can actually get one for your Mac or your iPod. I don't know if people still have iPods. I know I still got mine. It was a matter of interest. Uh, I think it was my last Apple product. It's all about you, Leron. <laughs> Gee, or oh, whatever. You, wherever you can angle yourself in, you do it. So um, um, this is why Tanya doesn't come back every week because <laughs> she says things like that. <laughs> no, um, but, I mean, think about it. If, if, you, get, if you can pay, pay a couple of hundred rand when you buy a product to give you an extra two years' worth of 
kind of peace of mind, yeah. I think it's plus, kind of worth it. Plus, IK covers you for two accidental damages, whether yeah. it's water damage, screen. Yeah, it's and so you just pay for a service. You're not paying for the parts or a replacement. Which and is, these can be expensive. They can be very expensive. Mm, they can cost mm, up to mm. four to 6,000 Rand for a new iPhone repair. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I know people are always tempted to go to smaller outlets for yeah, but then repair on the go. But then having that, mm. you lose your Apple warranty. Yeah, and that's, but that's critical. Which, I which think is critical. People, people don't, don't know that. Yeah, exactly. So if you get something foreign that's not Apple authorized in your phone, you lose, yeah. you lose yeah. your warranty. You yeah. lose your warranty. So, which means come, Apple will not, yeah. And people have come short thinking that they're doing the right thing, yeah. mm. but they're actually not. So I, I thought it was quite a cool story because um, no this guy's mm. managed to sort himself out by making a telephone call in, in effect. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that was, that was quite cool. All right, so that was my ending of story. So um, um, before we end off, we have to say thank you to Roy. Thank you to Tanya for doing an amazing job. You you don't know it yet, but I'm back next week. (laughs) Seriously? Yeah, you don't know it yet. Wow. Are you going to talk as much next week? Because it's only Roy that brings it out of you. It's just Roy. Roy, can you come back next week? Because we just want you to chill out on the couch with his headphones. (laughs) That'll be awesome. All right, guys. So that brings a ra- wraps up of another Talking Tech with the Techie Guy. My name is Leron Segev. You can get a hold of me on the blog, thetechieguy.com. And MTN is sponsoring the show. So what do you need just about anything in your day's digital world is to protect your data. Well, believe it or not, MTN has the solution, something that can look after your bottom line, grow your top line, and safeguard your data. That's MTN Business Cloud. MTN Business Cloud has been created to build African businesses and is powered by the world's leading cloud solution from Microsoft. Big and small businesses can benefit from this true hybrid cloud solution, leveraging MTN's global network. For more information, get a hold of sales at mtnbusiness.coza or visit mtnbusiness.co.za. Welcome to the new world of business. Talking Tech with the Techie Guy, Leon Segev on cliffcentral.com.